Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. G'day guys, it's Daniel Goddard from Young and the Restless, and this is my Australian accent. It's uh, Buzzworthy Radio, and it is a fantastic place to be. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Buzzworthy Radio. This is our first show of the day, I believe. It's our first show of the day. Yeah, and uh, we are going to be joined in just a few moments by Ricky Paul Golden from ABC Daytimes all my children he's going to be joining us to talk about his new show that's going to be on TLC on May 2nd at 8 p.m. with a repeat at 11 p.m. called Seeing vs. Believing he is alongside Jeff Gertman in this series but uh, yeah we're going to be talking with him about that just a few minutes we're waiting for him to show up right now and uh, and then as soon as we do we'll get right into it everybody if you want to if you want to get on the conversation the phone call is 646-595 Four two two eight. We I just actually opened up the chat room just a few minutes ago, so it's actually now open. I wonder if everybody was like looking for the room to be open. Uh, probably about a few minutes ago, but we we did get it open right now, so you guys can start heading into the room as we speak. And I also want to make sure that if you don't get to talk to Ricky today, he will be on Soap Central Live with Dan Kroll on this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. He's also going to be joined by Chriselle Faust, who plays Amanda Dillon on the show, on All My Children. So you'll have this chance to talk about them, all right? Uh, I think this call here. Erico 561. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yes. Hey, how are you? I'm calling. I just wanted to uh, say to Ricky uh, that I like, you know, what he did with the character Jake on the show. Great. Ricky? Actually, we're actually waiting for him to actually call in. I'm, like, wondering what happened to him, but uh, we're going to keep you on the line, though. Uh, what's your name, by the way, so I can uh, get that from you? Mark. Mark. All right. We'll, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely keep you on the line. All right, Mark? All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. While we're waiting for Mr. Mann to show up, I see Joanne's on the line, who is one of my favorite people. Host Stardust Radio here on the same network, by the way. Uh, Joanne. I brought you on Hey, Lavelle. How are you? How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. You know, I I actually had to hurry up, rush home, and get get on the switchboard, get everything like all uh, get everything like all booted up and all that other stuff, and then I I'm just like, okay, I'm all here. Here I am, ready to go. And now <laughs> with a phone call. And now your guest is late. I know. I'm like I was late first, and now he's fashionably later. So this is this is cool. But uh, right. but uh, hey, you know it happens. But how are you? I'm good. I'm driving. I'm in Florida, and just driving back to uh, the residence. Oh, you're driving. Okay. I, I also let me let me also let you guys know as well that those who are listening right now that. This Friday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, uh, Joanne, I did. I wound up able to finagle my schedule, so I am able to do this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Jackson will be on the show. Who everybody knows him as Lucky Spencer on ABC Daytime's General Hospital. He'll be joining us this Friday. And yes, I will tell you right now, it is a live show. Just wanted <laughs> to make you aware. Okay. Just wanted to make good. you aware that it was a live show because I know most of my shows have been taped, but I can honestly say that it has it is going to be live. This and how long Friday. do you and, have and, him and on the program the for? Too. How long? A half an hour. Okay. So you better uh, you better get your you better get your questions in, your calls in like ASAP, ladies and gentlemen, because this is going to be a very quick one. But you know what? Well, you should one. have them email them. <laughs> I did. I actually, I actually sent it out that uh, we need to have an, um, everybody who has questions that can't get on the phone, send me an mm-hmm. email. Shoot me an email at navli at buzzworthyradio.net. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of 
nervous about this one, actually. Why? He's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, but, you know, I kind of have that, I kind of have that itch. I felt the same way when I, when I talked to James Scott, too. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it is Jonathan Jackson, though. I mean, he's doing a phenomenal job, and uh, it, it should be interesting. I'll probably be listening in on that one as well, since I'll be driving at that time, too. Mm. Driving. You said you take your mom home, right? Yeah, that's where I am now. That's where I am now. So, so do you, what's going on with your show? I know you're... Uh, on a, a, a brief hiatus right now while you're in Florida, but do you have anything like um, I do. It? April 28th, I have Denise Bassey from All My Children uh, coming on the show at 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, working on a few other things, um, uh, nothing concrete, but she's right now the only thing I have scheduled. Denise Bassey plays Randy Morgan Hubbard uh, this but a uh, daughter-in-law to Jesse and Angie from mm-hmm. All My Children. So that should be interesting. She's getting a lot more screen time, and her character has really developed. And um, oh, it's decent. It should be very decent. Um, I know she's developed a bigger fan base, so mm-hmm. um, it, it should be a nice turnout for her. I think so. I, I think so. I mean, I... I with the following that I do of her on Twitter, it, it seems like she's really got a good following going on. So I think it, um, since the last time she's been on your show, she has developed a, a, a bigger a bigger following. Yes, she has, and definitely. Then at um, that point... Did I see... I am, I have to admit, I am, I am looking forward to, besides this interview coming up, I am looking forward to the second show that we're doing tonight, since this hasn't been done... Uh, about our soap chat show, actually. Um, We're having a soap discussion show tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Since Dan Kroll's soap chat show was highly received, people started shooting me emails asking if I was going to do one. Right. You know what? I said, you know what? You might as well do one. I mean, I don't see what... Why not? We haven't done one in a while. The last time we done one was last year. Mm-hmm. Last Very year, long last year. Yeah, and... So, um, will Matt be joining you for this? Uh, only time will tell. Mm, okay. Only time will tell. But I will say it should be interesting. I know there's a lot of people that have a lot of complaints about all the shows that they're watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you... I- Probably you'll probably find a little bit like uh, a few far in between of those that uh, are actually saying anything positive. Well, you know, um, I, if I'm if I'm around tonight to to call in, I'm, I definitely will. But I have to say that um, uh, I want your opinion on the, the the tribute they did to James Mitchell. You want my opinion? Yeah, I actually was home to watch that yesterday. Mm-hmm. What did you think about it? My, um, well, I thought it was decent, um, but I don't think it was long enough. I don't think it was enough of him. I think it was too much of, um, I mean, having Nina and, and um, Daisy back, that's fabulous, but I think that Petey should have been there. Um, yeah. Being that James Mitchell was on the show for so many years and has touched every cast member on that show, I think it was something that should have included the entire cast, not just those select few that were there. Um, yeah, because they didn't have a they didn't have like a lot of people return for this, did they? No, I, and and even if you didn't have anybody return, what happened to Jr.? You know what ha- he 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 worked with everybody. So everybody should have been involved in some shape or form. Um, it shouldn't have been just limited to who was there. And um, I think Jill Larson's performance was just stellar. She she told me that, you know, what we were going to see was, you know, her actual emotions to him passing. And, of course, 
you, you just draw from that. Um, she's, I have to say, the only one that um, I saw that from, you know, um, yeah. as as much as Susan Lucci worked with him or, or uh, even Jillian Spencer, it just, Jill Watson was the one who I think emitted as much emotion as you could possibly stand. I think so, simply because of the fact that, again, she she's done the most work with him. And I mean, not knocking Jillian Spencer uh, when she was on the show with Daisy, and I know she she's done some work with him as well. But you know, I think she hindsight twenty twenty, Jill Larson had the most with him. So. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not just talking about screen time. I'm talking about personal time. Jillian, you pull that from personal experience. You don't just pull it from, you know, the the work you do with them on the screen. You know, Jill Jill um, Jill Larson was a really close personal friend of his, and so was Jillian Spencer. And Jillian Spencer was actually a closer friend of his than Jill. You know what I mean? So really? you know, you just find out your your friend passes and. I mean, granted, he was old and he was sick or whatever, but it's just, you draw from that, and I just didn't see that from anybody else except for Jill. Um, mm-hmm. Not saying that they didn't mourn his loss or whatever, but I just felt that Jill really, really pulled from her heart, and her, you know, and, and that's, I think she was the best. And um, you hate to capitalize on someone's pain like that because that's what it is, really. But, yeah. you know, that's what, that's what I saw. Um, I think Susan Lucci did a lot of crocodile tears. I really didn't see too much emotion coming out of her at all. And I, you know, did you I, expect I, any different? Uh, uh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. But that's what I'm saying. This is someone that you have been personally, uh, personal friends with for umpteen years and worked with forever in a day. So yeah, I kind of did. You know, um, I, I knew you would get something like that out of Jill because of their relationship outside of all my children. I mean, there's a really nice little article in Soap Opera Digest that Jill Larson did um, talking about this experience uh, doing the show, the memorial show, and um, they talk mm-hmm. about that, you know, the, the personal friendships and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I did expect more. You know, I don't think there was enough flashbacks of him. I think it's something that should have spanned a couple of days. You know, who who puts a service like that together in a couple of hours? Yeah. You found out he died, and all of a sudden you got a candlelight memorial. You know, it's you, just like what? It's, really? It just seems it just seems like they just rushed it just to appease the fans to, who watched the show. Right. I don't think there was any actual time invested in. There wasn't any there wasn't any time invested into the memorial. There wasn't. And well if there was it would have been a, considering... it would have been more drawn out. Which is well, a shame. Well I, I like the fact that they waited for Lorraine Braddock to write it, but I mean considering that he passed away in January, they had more than enough time to, to deal with it properly. And, you know, I just think that it should have been longer. I don't think that, you know, they did it justice. I, I mean, I hate saying that because I really haven't seen a memorial service on soaps anywhere that I liked to, to my satisfaction. But, you know, I don't know. That's just me. From what everybody was posting on my pages yesterday, everybody loved it. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just too critical. I don't know. I can be a bitch, you know. Well, every fan is uh, every fan is different. Yeah. yeah. They're not going well, to, you know, it's not going to appease everybody. No. That's how I look at it. No, I know. Well, I guess that's that. Well, what's uh, the deal with your guest? Well, he's still not here yet. A lot of us think he's probably still painting. And it's quite possible he's still on set filming. So who knows, but we did shoot him a message. We actually sent him a phone call, actually, okay. to... Uh, find out what's going on, so I'm just waiting for a buzz back. So okay. hopefully he gives me that buzz back. <laughs> All right, well, I unfortunately have to let this go. Um, I just arrived at my destination, but um, 
I will uh, uh, try and uh, well, let me know if he calls in, and uh, I'll definitely download it. Okay. So, all right. So everyone, enjoy uh, Ricky Paul uh, as soon as he calls in. All right. Great. Thanks, John. Okay. Bye. Bye. Joanne, everybody, you can check out her show here on Blog Talk Radio. It's the, it's called Stardish Radio, and all you got to do is just log on to blogtalkradio.com, search for Stardish Radio, and there's your show. All right? And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll see you in a bit. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. Hi, this is Dr. Blockstein, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio on Block... What? No, I I can't do it like he does it. I I just can't. All right, I'll try. <laughs> it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy. <laughs> God, that hurts my voice. She asks hard-hitting questions. I want to know if you guys are wearing clean underwear tonight. She invites listeners to actively take part in the show. You want to put makeup on my husband? She shares her innermost feelings. You know, I'm going to go on the record and say I would like a blow-up doll. It's broadcasting as only Annie can bring to the table. No, I mean, really, with all the reality TV out there, that I would watch. Unfortunately, it's radio, and she knows her limitations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not right. Annie and Burl Live, every Wednesday and Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, and 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey guys, it's me. Welcome back here. Still trying to get a hold of him. Hopefully he will show up. If not, he's we will definitely are able to reschedule, especially if it is a day that he is feeling. You know, it happens on these kinds of shows. It really does. Because you don't know if you're going to overlap when you're filming on the set and everything. So it really does happen. But, and trust me, I've done a lot of these where it's actually happened. And it's bad when you're trying to use material to fill up the, the gaps because you don't know exactly what you're going to talk about while your show's still streaming. And you sit there and you go, hmm, what am I supposed to say next? What am I supposed to do next? Uh, what exactly will, uh, will be happening? And is this going to happen or is that going to happen? Is somebody going to come in? Is it going to bust up the show? Is it going to, you know, I, it's, it's, it's weird, but... You know, I, 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 hopefully I'm doing a good job <laughs> of trying to fill the void. Sometimes, I, sometimes I lack, sometimes I lag, and that's where it lies. But you know, like I said, it happens. But there's always a chance to reschedule. And again, and again, if you do miss this show, and if he doesn't get here on today, you will have the chance to hear him again, or hear him for the first time, actually on Soap Central Live, go to voiceamerica.com. And actually, you can even go to soapcentral.com. Look for Soap Central Live. It will directly take you to voiceamerica.com, where Dan Kroll does the show from, where he's supposed to have on Chriselle Stouse and Ricky Paul Colton this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Soap Central Live. I love his show. If anybody has ever checked out this show, it's a really good show to listen to. I've actually listen to it quite a number of times. It's a great, great show. It's a great program. I enjoy it. I know a lot of others do too. And I invite you to check it out. It's gonna be a really good it's good it's gonna be a really good time. Really good time. I'm actually reading the chat room right now while we're uh, while we're waiting and I'm reading how 
they were guiding like fans and they missed Ricky on there. They loved him and Harley together. And quite a few people agree. Gus and Harley, or as their couple name was, was Gush, they were they were pretty popular on the show. Um I have to admit, I I saw the ten, I saw this I shouldn't say tension, I should say the sexual tension between them when he was first introduced and I think it was a very good connection from the start from start to finish. And I know for those of you who have watched the show and watched it when his character was killed off on the show with the motorcycle accident, I know people have said it was very tough to watch. And I agree I agree it was tough simply because, you know, it was the end of those that those two couple that couple being together, those two being together as a couple in the show. And Ricky was a fan favorite in the character of Gus Toro on the show. He was a fan favorite. And I know people have gotten a taste of him in daytime when he was on Another World. And I never got to see him in the role until they started um, re-airing Another World on SoapNet, which I'm still very upset that they stopped airing on the channel. And I actually have to disagree with the rad reality show because I really did not want them to hook up on All My Children. I don't think it would have been good for me simply because of the fact that I didn't want to have a gush redux on another show. I, 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 just, I just don't think it would have been that feasible for me. Um, you know, just leave it where it was, which was on Guiding Light. I don't think they should have recreated the Guiding Light romance on another show. I don't think it should have been possible. I, 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 again, well, I'm right now starting to not believe in shoulds, thanks to Damon Jacobs, but I will say I don't think that should have been on AMC, in my opinion. I, I just, I'm just not a fan of recreation of couples on another show. They tried doing that with uh, the characters Stefan Cassadine and Catherine on General Hospital between Mary Beth Evans and Stephen Nichols. Uh, I I honestly don't think that it was a, it was a perfect match or anything like that, but yeah, I Taylor and Jake, it really, I agree, I agree, I agree with knife person, knife person. They didn't mesh at all, at all. But uh, I don't know, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't think it would have worked out. I don't think so. Jake and Amanda, I agree. They are fabulous together. They are great together. I love Jake and Amanda. Honestly, I didn't think that I would like them as a couple in the beginning. I thought that, honestly, I didn't think that they would have hit it off as a couple. I thought that the chemistry was going to clash. I really did. But they proved me wrong because they have outstanding chemistry with one another. Amazing chemistry with one another. And I think... I do think that they are a fantastic coupling. What do you guys think of the fact that Kate Collins is coming back as Janet from Another Planet on the show? How do you guys feel about that? See, we're now starting a little pre-soap chat discussion right now on the show. What do you guys think of that? I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see her back on the show. Um, do I think it's redundant to have her brought back? No, not really. I think it's a good thing that they brought um that they're bringing her back. Um, in my opinion, mm, it depends on how they're going to write her. It depends on how they're going to write her because I know the writing hasn't been too great. And I know that as far as the character of Janet from another planet is concerned, I don't know. It might be tough. It might be tough. I, I'm, I'm going to hold out hope. I'm going to hold out hope and see what the new writers are going to bring to the table with these characters, not just with her character, but everybody else involved as well. I don't know what they're going to do. However, it does scare me. <laughs> That's going to happen on this show, simply because of who's going to be there. This is coming from a guy that has seen the work of David Kreisman and Donna Swajewski. I know I should be a little bit more optimistic, but right now I'm looking at it from this standpoint. I'm going to see what they do to the show. 
because most of these writers don't know the history of these characters, number one. So they don't know exactly what they're doing. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Lone Palm says they're very interested in it, but I re what I really want to see is Jake's past in Africa explored. It was dropped before. They need to delve into it now. Is a twist that Jenna is coming back gunning for Jake. You know, I forgot about his time in Africa. I, I do would I really would like to see something like that go into the history of what actually happened when he was away. But I don't know. I have no idea. I completely forgot about that storyline. I completely didn't until you just reminded me. It would be interesting. Did he have like another past love that could have been brought back, or was there something traumatic that he did in his time in Africa that? has not been explored. I don't know. I have no idea. And I love the fact that everybody's calling me on my phone right now while I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm going to play another promo for you guys while I take this call. Hey, everybody. This is John Driscoll from Young and the Restless, the new Philip Chancellor IV. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio right now with Novell. Stay tuned for what's coming up, what's happening, what's going on, and what will be coming up, what drama to be expected on your favorite soaps. Listen in. Brandon Barras, Jason Thompson is joining us. Uh, excuse me. Let me correct how I say my name when Brandon's on the line. Neville is talking to you right now. Let's Neville, what's up, Neville? <laughs> I had to fix myself. I had to fix myself. I had to That's go back. Right. It's, it's Neville. It's Neville when Brand when Ever's Brandon on the show. It's Neville. It's never Neville. It's Neville. Again, Neville. He's, he's <laughs> kind of an idiot, eh? Excuse me. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon so, is not uh, not not you, Neville. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. That, Sorry. That's better. That's better. That's better. Nice to hear from you guys again. It's been it's been what over a year. Talk to uh, you guys. Yeah, it probably so. was about a year. Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And uh, this is the first time I ever had Jason on this show. So this is a this is a new this is a new experience for me. Yeah, it's, it's good to be here. Absolutely. So let's just hop right on to it. Let's let's talk about stagecoach. First of all, if people do not know what stagecoach is, give give them a rundown. What is it? Well, it's it's a huge music festival out in Indio, California, just outside of Palm Springs. We're going to be there the last weekend of April, and you're going to have everybody from Keith Urban to Toby Keith to Sugarland. I'm really excited about Merrill Haggard out there. He's been uh, just a really big support system for <laughs> excuse me, all these other fa uh, music acts that have been out that been out there for for years. And so um, we're going to be out there again this year. We were out there last year, so it's going to be a good time. This is part of the Soap Nation tour, right? That's correct. Part of the Soap Nation tour, yes. It is. Yeah. And what are you guys? What are you guys going to be performing? Well, we're not going to be really performing anything. We'll be introducing some musical acts and signing some autographs at the uh, at the Soapnet tent, if, mm -hmm. if you will. And uh, I'm sorry, what? I thought I didn't say anything. Navelle. No no no. no, 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 no. So uh, yeah, we we won't be performing this year uh, unless you know, unless Keith Urban feels so inspired to uh, in invite a couple of lackeys like us on stage. Oh, no one's gonna get to hear you sing. I mean, come on, come on. No, not a little. Hopefully next year. Yeah. Maybe next year. All Maybe right, we'll year. we'll hold we'll hold you to that. And and uh, also, uh, Jason, you're you're gonna be on the Rock and Soap Cruise, which actually is this week, right? Uh, no, I actually will not be on the Rock to Soap cruise. I will be at a friend's wedding this weekend. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. Well, Brandon will not be there, but uh... no, I, I won't be there either. No, we were we were kind of in the beginning scheduled to be there, but then we had had to both um, reschedule it. We we couldn't appear. Oh, okay. All right. So there we go. Just to clarify. Uh, I was I got like so much confusion because everybody was like saying both of you guys are going to be there and I was I was just like weird. Yeah, so no, I, I definitely, we, we definitely wanted were, to get that out there. Yeah, we initially were. Hello, 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 hello. You hear me? It's Ricky. What's up, man? <laughs> How are you? What's going we on, man? Shooting. How are you? I'm good, thank you. We were shooting. I apologize. 
And I uh, had we a ran feeling over. that's what it was. I had yeah. a feeling that's what it was. But there was no worries. We all knew that that's what it was, and we were just having a good time kicking it. So, you know, what's going on, and man? Nice to have you here, finally. Thank you. Did I ruin the? Did I ruin it? You didn't ruin anything. <laughs> you ruined absolutely nothing, dude. Absolutely nothing. We're we're glad you're here with us, man. That's all that counts. All right, cool. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I so, do. so let's 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 jump right into it with this with this new show that's supposed to be airing next month called Seeing Versus Believing. I watched I watched the trailer for this, and I have to admit it was pretty intense. And I, I'm one of those I'm one of those geeks that that like the paranormal kind of thing. How did how did you get involved in that kind of contest? Who came up with that contest? How did you get involved with it and everything? Well, I was raised by one of the world's most renowned hypnotists, uh, one of the world's most uh, famous hypnotists, sort of the Frank Sinatra of his uh, of his world, uh, Paul Golden. And my dad asked me to do this. From his deathbed, he asked me to go and uh, he wanted me to do him a favor. He wanted me to go and find the ones, find the ones that are special, that are touched. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean, Pop? And he said, I want you to find uh, the ones that have a gift and I want you to show them to the world. I also want you to expose all the fakes and phonies out there. And that's how it began. That's how it began. And... I, I will I will admit right now I am one of those that believes in this stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from it. It's another skeptic said, but I'm one of the believers of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the beauty here is um, I'm a believer, but I'm a realist yeah. as well, you know. And um, and there couldn't be all of this going on in our world and it all be nothing. That's how I feel. It can't all be nothing, even. Um, even rumors come from somewhere, you know, completely unrelated to this. I'm just saying as, a, as an analogy. So uh, with that having been said, I thought it would be cool to have a journey across this country, really around the, uh, across our, our globe, and find paranormal um, 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 events and um, phenomenons and people with claims and um, people claiming to have paranormal paranormal talents and supernatural abilities mm. and uh you know and investigate them and be mythbusters of the spiritual world. Absolutely. Where did you where did you go around around the country uh doing this? What what were some of the specific places you visited? Well, we we started we went to where the stories take us and that was uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas, Missouri. Um you know, before this, we did a we did one in New York City, so uh, it will go everywhere. You know, so this for the parent for the one hour premiere, um, the paranormal event on May the second. We mm-hmm. were that's where we were, Middle America. Okay, very cool, very cool. And I saw I saw in that trailer you had this huge cut on your face. Yeah. How did 21. that happen? Yeah. Twenty one stitches twenty one stitches in my face and um I was um attacked in a uh, in a cave. Um and I'll never really know exactly what it was. I made a bunch of um it felt like something was ripping at my face. Uh and there was a big there was a big uh, at the end of one of these caves, um which is one hundred percent darkness except for the light on your head. There was a pile of something, um, and it looked like it was something to me. It looked like under a, a blanket, but I don't, I couldn't get close enough. And that's when all these things shot out. These bats all shot out, and um, oh. and uh, we, it, it was, it turned into the Blair Witch Project. It was terrifying, and I, I mean, you don't, you don't plan for that. You don't really want to experience that. But there's no place we don't want to go, and there's, you know, I need to go. So that's yeah. what happened. Well, the truth of the matter is, I was told by the Native American Indian that I've gone up there three times now, and I've um, disturbed the spirit, uh, the spirits there, and that I should not disturb 
the spirit world unless the spirit world disturbs our world. If I go up there one more time, the spirit will follow me. Huh. So why take a chance? Yeah. And uh, I was cleansed by the American Indian, the chief elder of the Manitouka tribe, Lee Standing Bear, and cleansed me, and I will ne- I will not be going back there. If this show runs for 10 years, I won't be going back to Hell's Half Acre. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go back there either, just from the description of it. That, that was, like I said, that was, that was brutally intense, but, oy. When I saw you twit pick and everything, I was like wondering what was what was that cut from? And then when I yeah. saw the channel, I was like, uh, that's where it was from, I guess. But yeah, man, it, I, it looks like a great show. It looks like it's going to be a really good show. And anybody who's into the paranormal, like myself, or any kind of, or something to that nature, they're going like to love the show. It just, a lot. Even if it just, even if it just fascinates people, because. That's why I wanted to bring my friend along with me who's a hardcore skeptic, bright, bright guy, Ivy League kid, huge science background, and he's just not going to believe anything. You know, he, he, he needs to see it. So um, he needs to experience it. And I want the world to see what our cameras see. I'm, I, you know, I'm not trying to, to manipulate. Um, I'm not into that kind of um, crazy sensationalism, you know, right. um, we will shoot it for what it is. And um, I think it was about time, you know, that the whole thing wasn't skewed that way. So that, um, that we kept it real, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We got some uh, callers on the line. Before we get to them, there was a question that was just sent to me from Lone Palm. She wanted to know, have you had any paranormal experience in your own personal life prior to doing the filming of the show? Absolutely, 1,000%. I had really? most of them when I was younger. I was a receiver. My father told me I was a, a receiver, and that's when you communicate with you because you can see them. Mm-hmm. And you're an open, you're open for them, which was terrifying when I was a kid growing up. You know, they. Yep. How old were you when you first had them? How old were you? We were living. My father was doing his shows around the world. You have to understand, he he was working. He worked for the CIA. He did things like uh, the Jonestown massacre. Um, you know, a lot of stuff that our family wasn't even aware of. And at the same time, he was witnessing people world. And his show took us through Hawaii when I was about three, I guess. I remember dealing with spirits coming to the windows um, when I was living in Hawaii at three years old. I have to clarify a lot of this for me when I was 12 or 13 years old. I certainly don't want to come off like... Um, you know, like a crazy, you know, uh, loon. No, but no. I, I had many, many experiences, um, and I'm so glad that I did because, and and they would terrify me. I, I used to have to sleep in one of my houses with the door slightly ajar because I'd had an experience. I had an experience in a place in Brooklyn with, um, um, I was actually in a TV studio, in the oldest studio in uh, in America. It was an NBC studio in Brooklyn on Avenue M and 14th Street, and it's still there. They used to do the Esther Williams movies, swim movies there. And now the studio is built over that swim, uh, swimming pool, and it's the oldest studio in America. And I used to work in this building, and on the third floor was my dressing room. And there were lots of people that had uh, experiences in that building, but I'd had an experience where I was, ly- I, I was lying down in my dressing room on the chaise couch thing and um, somebody came up to me and was putting their lips on my lips and I thought it was my leading lady I was I was doing a show called another world at the time I thought it was my yes. girl my, on the show with me who we'd had a thing you know right and when I woke when I opened my eyes it was a an entity um, completely um, 
levitated over my body in a, a girl with black. Wow. And I sat her and I freaked. I got freaked out. I don't want the F word. I don't know if you can believe things, but um, I, I, I got I got freaked the F out. With the, and it was like an electrical thing going down. I thought the building had an electrical breakdown or something. That's scary. And I ran out into the hallway and I and I was cursing. What I was like, what the f? What? <laughs> Just so video you know, cameras, you can't you can't you can't drop the f bombs here. So if you want to drop the f bombs, you are allowed to. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And and uh, I thought, and then it was like elevator music out there. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 and like nothing had happened. Like a month later, somebody else had had a sight, had something where somebody they looked at, they were lying down, they looked up in the mirror, and they the, the say they saw that same girl, and I had not been there, I had not discussed it with anybody, and they described the same girl with black curly curly hair and a blue chiffon dress. And there was one other incident that I can tell you about quickly without pontificating too much. There was a an extra that came into one of the dress rooms, and she lay down, and she. Uh, she, her call was going to be about but she took she fell asleep and then she went running out it was on the video cameras this, she went running out she turned her back closed her suitcase ran out mm. did we lose him I think it no no he's still there you still there uh oh uh oh I think we lost him we lost him we lost him. Come back, man. Come back, man. <laughs> as soon as I heard him, as soon as I heard him drop out, he dropped out. I think, I think, it, I think we shouldn't have let him use the f bomb. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I'm, You're back now. I'm a, I mean, like, heard you drop out. I said, you know, it probably was you dropping the f bomb that caused you to get disconnected. That's probably what it was. Sure. Well, I'm in. I'm in. I'm at, at my building right now in my dressing room for this show, and the, our signals are rubbish. Rubbish here, so I apologize. Um, hey, it's no. It's no problem. It happens in, a lot. In, in any case, real quickly, that woman went running out. Uh, I don't know where I left off, but this this um, day, a woman who was working for the day as an actress ran out, and she called. And they called her. And said, "Why did you leave? What? Why did you run out of here without all your belongings? And you didn't work. What happened?" She said, "Well, that that bitch came in." And and pulled the covers off my off my uh, off while I was sleeping and told me to get out of her dressing room and they're like who are you talking about and the woman on the phone from New York to Brooklyn said the woman that actress with the black curly hair and the blue dress she was wearing a blue dress and she said it was her dressing room get the get the fuck out of my dressing room so um, that was that's just one of the many 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 stories but. I was I was very happy that I had that experience. I didn't want to stay in that dressing room anymore, but um, and I had a lot of those when I was a child. I could go on for a long time, but I just know that there's something bigger than just us out there. <laughs> I just do, and I and I'm I can't wait to maybe help prove it, prove it to the world. Absolutely, man. <laughs> this bitch, I like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we actually have a, a caller. Uh, Hopefully I got your name right, Mark. Is this Mark? Hey. Is what's this going Ricky on, Paul? Ricky Paul Golden? Oh, what's up, Mark? How you doing? Hey, how you doing, Ricky? I just wanted to tell you, I like what you do with your character, Dr. Jake Martin, on the show. Thank you, man. Thank you. Really good work. Really good work. Um, one other thing, is it true that you're dating Rebecca Buttock? It is not. <laughs> Rebecca Buttock is a very, very dear friend of mine, and... Um, no, no, it's not true. It's not true. She's a delight, gorgeous knockout, but I try never to uh, to date. I never try never to poop where I eat, you know? I got you. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. That's funny. Where did that come from? <laughs> I've heard that before. I've, I've really? Heard that before. Yeah, and if, you know what? Wow. If, you know what? She, she's a knockout. It's She's a knockout. Who wouldn't want to date her? She's great. Absolutely. We got a, also another one from uh, oh, the caller from Florida hung up. Why would you hang up? Come on now. But uh, but w- what exactly is happening with the character of Jake Martin? 
coming up right now. We have the return of Kate Collins' Janet from Another Planet coming back onto the show. And, yeah, uh, well, I've been she, having a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun with Kate. She's amazing. A lot of, a lot. It's, it ain't easy to do that stuff and bring it, you know, bring an air of realism to it. But there's nothing. There's not, you know, you can't. If you had a, if you have somebody that's got a, that's, uh, that's got mental illness in your family, you know, it doesn't feel. It feels surreal anyway. So, um, you know, we've been doing some great scenes. Um, all I can tell you is we did some life-threatening scenes the other day. It was great. And I'm going to try to make everything in Amanda's world fantastic by by creating something very, very special for her, of which I cannot say at the moment. But listen, when I step out onto that stage, I feel like I'm in the in the groundling troupe. You know, I feel like I'm doing my my own. I'm really since you have you sort of have a license to drive when you do a show like this. You're on a stage almost every day. So why not really try to take as many chances as you can and keep it as alive as possible and not stiff and deconstruct it, you know, be the antithesis of what you would think you would see on a, on a show. And I would do the same time whether it was daytime, nighttime, primetime, Broadway, you know, or regional stock theater somewhere. I would try to make it as exciting as possible because that's my job. Absolutely. You know, everybody including myself, we're all loving exactly what you're doing on the screen, on and off the screen. You have so much demand to love. It's, I can sit here all day and tell you how much everybody loves the two together. You have undeniable chemistry on that show. No well, doubt. she's great. She's awesome, you know, and I'll tell you what the secret is on one of these shows. The secret is, what to, is fall, the secret? The secret is to fall for somebody in a, in a way that we don't do it anymore. We were closer to it a long time ago, and we would write love romantic love letters and we had no internet and the stagecoach had to take the letter and that's sealed with wax and you had to wait three months for a reply and you had to so if you can sort of have um um um, a romance with a person and you don't the truth is and not have the benefits like we're friends without benefits right in in the real world so the truth is you you're always in a state of suspense and if you can if you can do that, that's always been my secret with my leading ladies. I, I got to tell you, if you know, not that I am the the secret ingredient. Usually, they're the ones that the, the secret ingredient. It's just that if you don't cross the line and you bring it up to you, you run it right up to the cliff without jumping off. Um, that keeps the blood boiling, and it, and I think that really comes through. She is a knockout, gorgeous. I think she her acting's never been better. You know, she is. I'm, I'm, she's discovering things in herself. Come in. She's discovering things in herself all day long. There she is. Come sit next to me, talking to you about you on the radio. She's uh, my my best friend and 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 gorgeous. And I'd much rather know her for 20 years than you know to to have a um a, you know a two month thing with uh, with somebody. So that's what keeps it exciting and and new. And you know what? Between a male and a female. If you are that and you are not, let's say you were dating in real life, the person you're dating, you, you never know exactly all of their little secrets. They're, you know, you're getting sure. the introductory offer. You're, then you're getting slow bits of information slowly doiled out to you, you know, as they see fit. If, you, if, there's nothing, if there's nothing at stake, in other words, you're not going to ruin a relationship, a girl will tell you everything, as will a guy tell a girl everything. That's, you know, that's real friends. So you don't always do that. You don't always tell the one that's, that you're the closest with everything in the world. But why not tell a friend? Because you don't think they're going to judge you as, you know, as harsh. And if they do and they split, well, then, okay, that was your friend. It wasn't the person that you're, you know, that you're living with and that you're going to ruin their world. So you get to know each other on a very cool, um, intimate, you know, level, emotionally, without the physical keeps it real, keeps it fresh. I like that. I like that. You know, if I ever have questions in the romance department, I think I'd have to call you back. You're, let's do it. <laughs> I'll do a romance thing with you once a week. We could we could have, like, late-night Sundays or whatever, and people should call in because I dig it, you know, and I, I'm, I'm good at that. I don't have all of my father's gifts, but I certainly can see into people a little deeper than, than sometimes I wish I <laughs> sometimes I, I wish for it. I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna hold you to that. Well, let's do it. We'll start it off with once a month. We'll see if anybody cares, and if anybody gets anything out of it, 
and then we'll take it from there. It'll be our we'll own kind of love there. line. It'll be our love lines. Who who would be the Adam Carolla and who would be the Dr. Drew? Mm, see, I, I run, I, I've got a little bit of both, you know. Half of me is a genius and the other part's a moron. So it's, you know, you have to take your pick. That's okay. one of my jokes. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out as we progress. Actually, that's what I call Michael Knight. So I'm just stealing that from what I call my brother, my television brother, because he really is a genius. Um, and then that borders on savant sometimes, so I can't see. And I say nice. that with love and deep respect, because he's an icon, and uh, I, I actually have probably the most fun with him on, you know, on uh, on stage, uh, in in scenes, than anybody, you know, in the male department. He is my, he's my favorite. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, my gosh, who do we have here on the line coming up here now? Good lord, uh, <laughs> Joanne, you're back on the line. What's up, girl? Hi, I am back on the line because I'm a, I'm allowed to talk now because I have no children with me. So, yay! Hi, Ricky. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Um, this is like a big thrill for me to have you uh, uh, to be able to speak with you. I hear My such pleasure. great things about you from Jill Larson, uh, who is a mutual friend. I love Jill. She's adorable. Yeah, I love her. She was just leaving the studio. I just gave her a kiss goodbye. Well, I won't see her, but I'm in Florida now. But uh, uh, she's done my show several, several times, and she's just a doll. But um, I've heard so many good things about you, and I want to say that I am really looking forward to this um, show that you have coming up because I do believe in all of that paranormal stuff. Um, yeah. Never had any experiences, but I, I really get intrigued by watching it, and I do believe that there is something. And, well, there, um, yeah, there has to be. Um, it can't all be nothing. And what I'm really hoping to do is capture it on camera. You know, when I watch a lot of the ghost hunting shows, um, you don't really, I mean, what's that blip? What was that noise? I would like, I'm mm -hmm. trying to on camera, on screen, on uh, celluloid. You know, that's what my goal is. And if you go to seeingversusbelieving.com, there's clips mm -hmm. up there now. One of the clips are where the dogs would not cross this supposedly satanic cursed land. And so I wanted to see it for myself. So we brought a pack of coon hounds in Arkansas that are trained and stuff and the snippet on there um, uh -huh. where they will really interesting. And it all really happened. One of them, I don't think it is in the show, but one of them pulled me down and I, like, I busted up my knee. You know, they were really not wanting to go there. That's on Scene Believing, SceneVersusBelieving.com. Wow. Um, and the v that's on. Um... Sorry, sorry. The verses, no, by no, the way. No, 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 that's okay. It's just VS, so Scene VS. Yeah, no, I have the website down. I, I, I definitely am going to look at that. Um, but, uh, um, you know, you know Catherine Hickland. She is right. a, a, a major believer in that also, and she, she always tells me when you see um, – the you know like if you take a photograph and you see uh, you know photographers blame it on the lights or whatever and they you see these spots uh, you know that just are there out of the ordinary spots that you know look like little polka dots she called them orbs and she says those are spirits around that person whoever is being photographed and uh, Robin Strasser is another one who really believes in this. So we were talking about that, too. So it, it's, it's definitely out there. Like I said, I've never had any experiences myself other than a card reading, and something from that card reading actually did take place several months later. So that is what really kind of booted me into uh, uh, thinking outside of the box a little bit. But, um, yeah, this is going to definitely be interesting. And I think also um, – in my in my opinion, I will believe it when I see it if it's on your show. These other because I don't know for some reason I trust you. <laughs> some of these other shows you don't know if they're just bullshitting you or is it real? No, well, that's exactly what we're after. And I grew up with this around me. Bye, honey. I grew up with this around me um, my whole life as a child, and um, I saw my father do some incredible things. And the people that we used to hang around with because he was who he was, you know, we'd be up at the Guinness Castle and, and you know, Bob Geldof would be there and the Rolling Stones, but it was like nothing to us. Mm. To us. I mean, running around and, and some of the world's most um, intri intri intriguing people and 
my father was the one that would manipulate them all and be able right. to um, and hold he'd hold court with all of these already right. incredibly strong forces in the world. It's not bragging and dropping names. I don't ca- care about that. I was raised with all that rubbish. It's just my father was the one that they wanted. They wanted my father. Um, they wanted him. They wanted his energy. They wanted him to be like he would be like the John Edwards of our, you know, that we have experienced right. here in the States. Uh, and he would do some amazing, incredible things. Um, wow. we'll, get deep, we'll get deeper into that as this, please God, as the series progresses. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And um, on a note, I do have to say, um, I really do enjoy what you've done with uh, Jake. Um, I love the comedic part of, of your scenes um, between you and Michael. I think you guys have, there were so many Jake Martins, but there is no other Jake Martin now. They could never replace you. You know what I mean? There's, uh, there's no recast. There's sweet. no thank recast you. now. So, um, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, it was a funny, it was funny to, uh, to the, this was brought up about coming in and being one of the Martins. Actually, I, I normally I would have been like, I don't know if I'd love, love to do that, but the truth is when you're doing, if you're going to do a series, a daytime series, you want to be part of a, of a, um, of a family that's mm-hmm. a big deal. And, and Michael Knight is a legacy character. And oh, Jake, yeah. I, you know, I don't know, um, you know, Tad Martin, if, if Jake Martin hadn't made a huge splash and hadn't been, he was on the, on the radar, but he wasn't something you crashed into, then, yeah. you know, then maybe I could bring it to life in my own special way, and that's not putting down J. Eddie Peck, who I, who I really liked him as a person. We've worked together, and Michael Lowry, mm-hmm. I think, for him. So they were, they're all good guys. I just have my own yeah. way, you know, and I was honored. And I, it, if Guiding Light was going to go down um, and sink, uh, I, I really do enjoy being, working every day. It's, um, you know, maybe next lifetime I'll have, um, if I come back, Maybe this is all practice and honing a skill to be able to be a, a great, great entertainer of the highest magnitude in my next life, or maybe it won't be show business at all. But I feel like I'm working every single day. I think it's I, I, um, I never poo-poo or look down at what we do in daytime. I kind of feel, mm-hmm. and I also like the way it keeps most people around me very humble because they're just yeah. we're like working working stiffs of show business, and um. I love my day job. Yeah, no, user, soap actors are very underrated, and um, and I hate classifying it as soap actors because these are just these act, are actors, and um, there is no soap this that. These are actors, and you definitely, um, I think, catch a bad rap uh, in the industry. These are the hardest working people on television. And film. I mean, you know, if you really think about it, you really do a great job. And um, not to knock any of the other Jakes, I like them all, but you do, like you said, you put your own spin on it and you really, really nailed something there uh, with Michael. The chemistry is just phenomenal. Love the scenes. Michael is, is a comedian on and off screen, so I could just imagine the behind-the-scenes outtakes. So oh, that would just be you. hysterical. So anyway, I'm going to let you guys go. I know I'm taking up enough time, Nivelle, because uh, you know I could sit here and talk to him all day if I had to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. You're welcome. Take care. See you later, Nivelle. Thanks, Joanne. Bye-bye. Love her. She does a show of her own, actually, here on this uh, network, too, Stardust Radio. you got to check it out. So is that cool that she, that, she, that she cared enough to call in? That was cool. I, I yeah, like man. I don't know if they called me, but if they called me, they'll call me again. It's cool. Okay. All right. Just making sure you're, you're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm always a little bit in trouble, so I'm used to it. It's okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let, let's squeeze this one in here if, in case you have to go. Ron, oh, I, I unmuted you. Ron, you're on the line. Hey, yeah, Ricky, I, I'm a huge fan of, of the soaps, and, and I remember you from The Young and Restless, and then when you went to The Guy Light uh, as Gus, I, I'm a huge fan of Gus and Harley. Uh, cool. Um, Thank you. But you know what? When you left, I pretty much knew the end of Guy Light was going because they got rid of all the good people. And I started watching all my children because of um, you, Ricky. And um, and then Beth joined you over there. Um, you know, in the beginning, I 
kind of wanted you guys together, but I love you and Amanda together. Um, you guys are um, – Jake and Amanda is awesome. But I, my question for you is do, what do you think about the, 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 the soaps, and do you think they're going to last? I mean, and with, like, Guiding Light and As World's Turns kept being cut, um, Another mm. World being cut, do you think, like, All My Children, Guiding Light, I mean, General Hospital think- and, like – Here's what I think. Oh I think that yeah. we'll be left with five amazing shows, and they will they'll get the attention that they need. Uh, the market has changed so much. You're lucky to get I mean, like twos and three million viewers now are big numbers um, for for you know even if it's Ellen or um, or or Letterman, you know they're 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 all in the same ballpark. Right. And, uh, I think that it was a huge move for ABC to bring our show out to the West Coast, a huge show of um, a, a huge badge of honor, and uh, to put the show in their backyard. It, it, I'm sure it cost a pretty penny to move us out here, but now they can keep their eye on their on all their children, you know, right in their backyard. And General Hospital is a great show. In fact, I think ABC are the masters of their genre now. Uh, they they own all their shows directly. I mean, my friend is a, is the big big star of uh, Young and the Restless over there, Christian LeBlanc. Now that show right. does better numbers than anybody. That show's not going anywhere. Bold and the Beautiful is not going anywhere. It's one of the biggest shows around the globe. Um, so there's five right there. And uh, right. days and, of and our lives going you know, nowhere either. And days numbers are up, and it's and it's a little jewel in the lineup of uh, NBC. And I'll tell you what, you have to be very careful when you replace a soap. Um, not that we're not replaceable uh, or this genre, it's definitely hurting, but so are all the, so is a sitcom genre. And then, you know, uh, but it's coming back and there's a couple of hits there, you know, Two and a Half Men, et cetera. The point is you, uh, you have to be careful when you get rid of a daytime show because that is five hours of programming a week that you need to fill up and you can't keep testing things on the audience because you'll lose the you'll lose the millions that you have watching in the first place. So, you know, if you're going to have something tried and true, I mean, are you going to put it better be like a Price Is Right or it better be a, you know the new whatever. But you have to be very careful. Um, so before you throw out a huge block and start the time starts getting broken up around the country, you um, I think the networks take that into great consideration, and um, I think they're actually very loyal to their viewers that have been following these shows. And so, because it really it's killing me that As World Turns is going and, and getting light. But, I mean, I understand. And I've kind of moved over to General Hospital and um, All My Children. I won't leave you on a restless, but, um, but I understand. But have you watched any of the online stuff? What do you think about the online soaps that are starting to pop up for these actors that have been lost these jobs? Do you think that's a no, you know what? we're going to be? I haven't. I haven't. I sh- I'd love to. I haven't. I just don't have the time. I, I don't know how it's all, you know, if there was a really, there will be some really great shows that come out of the internet and bang, they're going to be so good and so edgy and so different and they'll make it onto mainstream, you know, or they'll make it onto network or cable and that'll be exciting. Um, there'll be some genius things done, I'm sure. Stuff you can get away on cable that you can't get away with, you know, on regular television and that's why cable did so well and HBO did so well, you know, because you can get away with these so um, you know, you know how much I want to curse my face off on this show and and use my own language completely. Uh, you know, I wish that we were on HBO and <laughs> you know, you and I, I, you know, curse, I can't. Curse. I know. No, no, I know, but I can't on all my children. But oh, so I all try my to, children. I try, I, I try to run it up to the edge as much as humanly possible. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what we all identify with when you can really just be outlandish when you have, you know, I mean, at least for successes like whatever, Sopranos, for, for example. So, but, uh, you know, the idea is to keep it fresh and to have performers that um, um, are not just phoning it in and doing a whole lot of interesting behavior because at the end of the day, I think that's what's fun to watch. Hey, Ricky, it was great talking to you, and I'll, I'll keep on watching you um, and all my children, and I, I'm, I'm, loving the, I'm loving what you guys are doing. Um, you and when you and David get on that, um, Vincent gets on that, um, the scene, I like you guys together too, you know. Yeah, he's the, great. The, the great. Yeah, and thank and, you and, for and following. Th- thank you for following us over to 
to all my children, and maybe you'll check out the new show on TLC. Maybe oh, you'll check I, out. Oh, I will. I will check that out definitely. I'll I'll check everything out. Um, and hey, yeah, I I had to. I mean, when they took away Gus, I there was no way I was gonna not stop. I mean, and and I thanks, I've been man. To check all my children out. Uh, I, I got I one to... last quick one. Are you a Cubs fan for real, like you were as Gus? I became or a Cubby you, fan you, for the show, you know, and when I went to Chicago, okay. I picked up a game, but. You know, um, okay. you know, no but I'm in New York now, and I mean, listen, I'm in LA right now, so I went to a Dodger game, I, you know, to see what was what, what was a terrible game though. They lost ten to nothing, so I'm rethinking that. <laughs> okay, um, talk to you later, and, and I'll thank keep you. on thank following you, you guys. Bye. Cool, thank you. Wow, man, that was great, dude. Listen, it, it, it's been a blast. Where did the time go, dude? But we got to do this again. It's my but pleasure. Do, but you are doing yeah, this again on what, Friday what, on another show. <laughs> what's that now? And you're doing this again on Friday on another show. You're doing this with Dan on Friday. Uh, yes, I'm pimping out Dan Kroll, no doubt. You're the man. Actually, Let's if do you, that. If, he, if you didn't get to talk to Ricky today, he'll be on Dan Kroll's show, So Central Live, this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, voiceamerica.com. And he's not going to be by himself. He will have Chriselle Spouse with him. So I think you should check that out. It's a science. Thank you. Now, so Absolutely is your show man. every day? Are you on every day? What, when is your show on? Um, I'm on three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, cool. Well, let's do it again, and let's, do, let's open up the love lines and do a relationship talk on, on one of them. I'm down, you know? All right. We'll do that. We'll do that. Absolutely. All right, it's a date. Cool. I really appreciate it. Thank you, and thank you for the support for the new show. And I hope uh, I hope people check it out. Check it. It's on, uh, as you know, May the second on the East Coast time, eight o'clock and eleven, and in the West Coast it's five p.m. and eight o'clock. So you know how they are. They repeat those shows. So that's cool. They repeat them. Absolutely. We'll be checking it out. Thanks, man. All right. Well, reach out to me. We'll do it again. <laughs> Absolutely. I got. I got you. Thank you. Take care, man. Ricky Paul Golden, everybody. You can catch me weekdays on ABC and All My Children weeknights on SoapNet. That's it for this show right now. We'll be back in about three hours. Well, actually less than that. Two hours, two and a half hours. Two hours and 40 minutes. And we will be doing our Soap Chat discussion show. So hopefully everybody can tune in at 8 p.m. tonight. Um, also, this Friday we'll be having on Jonathan Jackson from General Hospital, who plays the role of Lucky Spencer. So make sure you guys tune into that as well. All right, we'll see you guys later on tonight. From all of us here at BWR, I'm Navelle, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. We'll see you guys later on tonight. Take care. Bye.